Hey y'all, it's Mel and you're listening to The Rough Draft TV where we talk about faith, purpose, work, and wellness. As a part of The Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday story. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to my rough draft. It's Mel. And before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to give out a quick thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast for the past six weeks. Uh, I've been getting super great feedback from everyone. Thank you to every DM, to every email, to every call, to every text. Um, thank you for sharing it with your friends. I'm honestly just happy to have been consistent <laughs> for um, the past six or seven weeks or so. And so I'm just really thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I pray that um, I pray that it will continue to help you in your walk with God and your work and your business. And yeah, just thank you guys. It really means more to me than you can ever imagine. And starting this podcast was super out of my comfort zone and I didn't know how it was going to go, but I just am thankful that you guys have been enjoying it. And so, yes, thank you again. Um, so Last month for the month of September, we were focusing on career and business and we talked about everything from being underemployed to how to manage a nine to five in the side business. Um, and you guys really enjoyed it. Some of y'all said I came for y'all, but <laughs> I don't feel like I did. But but I'm just glad that we can all be challenged together. Part of the My Rough Drive series and part of My Rough Drive, the podcast period, is so that you can hear the stories of people who are currently in a certain season of their life or currently in the struggle. And again, nothing that we put on here um, is something that we have necessarily accomplished or feel like we've arrived in, but it's something that we are all actively working on on a daily basis. So we wrapped up the career and business series last month. And this month we are going to start a new series and it's going to be called Going Deeper. And I posted something on, well, I introduced the theme on Instagram last week and you guys <laughs> you guys were super excited um, to get started some of y'all may have been a little scared but it's gonna be really good so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that you are probably going to be offended by the end of this month um, and it's not to come off judgy or preachy which it may come off to some but this is something that God has really been tugging on me for a minute now I'm um, in my personal life and I'll share kind of how that all came about but when we talk about going Going deeper. We're going to be going deeper. Today, we'll talk about going deeper in our relationship with God. Um, next week, we're going to do an episode where we talk about going deeper in our purpose. And that one I'm really excited about because it's, it's probably something that you may not have heard or perspective that you may not have heard about um, as much. We'll talk about going deeper like in our wellness and in our wholeness and just in our overall relationship with others. And who knows, it may go past October. We'll see if y'all stick with me through the end. <laughs> but um but yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough series but I think that we will all be challenged by it and we will all grow by it I talked about this on the Instagram post that I put up last week but I feel like a lot of times when we're going towards the end of the year you know it's quarter four and we're all talking about these different goals that we want to set for ourselves for 2020 we're all talking about how to end the year off strong um, or some of us may have just clocked out and we're you know focused on the holidays and you know what's been done has it was is done 
what hasn't been done hasn't been done and you're just kind of like, well, I'm done with 2019, right? But I think it's important at the end of the year, especially to really do a lot of self-reflection and just really understand where you are so that you can know where you need to go. And so I'm going to go ahead and tell you that we are probably not going to do like this big set your goals, do your dreams and vision board push for my rough draft and for the rough draft collective as a whole. Not saying that I think there's anything wrong with that, but I just think that's not the direction that God is taking this um, particular platform. But enough of me rambling. Let's get into this episode. (laughs) So again, today we're talking about going deeper with God. And so I want to give some background to how we came up with this series and also how we came up with this episode. About a couple of weeks ago, I was volunteering at a women's conference at my church. It's called True Conference. And they had the guest speakers were Jackie Hill Perry and Mo Isom. And if you haven't ever heard anything from Jackie Hill Perry or read like Mo Isom's book, I highly recommend that you go check it out. Um, because they're just great women of God. And I just really, really enjoyed listening to them. It was my personal first time listening to any of their stuff. And so it was really good. But anyway, when you think about women's conferences, you typically think that like they're going to make you feel good, make you feel inspired and encouraged. And they're going to talk a lot about purpose and, you know, setting goals and dreams and things like that. And I thought that honestly, that this this conference was going to be similar to that. The theme of the conference was being found in him. And so I was thinking, okay, this is going to be a good thing about, you know, our identity and him. But let me tell y'all, this was probably the most, <laughs> this was probably the most convicting. First off, it was the best conference that I've ever been to. Not that I've been to that, been to that many, but it was the best conference that I've been to. And honestly, it was probably the most convicting conference and messages like I have never I have I don't know if I would say I've never been convicted to that degree, but I have not been convicted like that in a very long time. And I was just really honestly surprised that it just wasn't like this surface level conference, but they really went deep um, as far as like really evaluating like our walk with God, our lifestyle, like what we identify with, like ripping apart pretty much everything that we find comfort in or try to achieve and really just getting back to the basis of what what it means to really live for God and to be known by him. And so, yeah, and they make just some really good points, again, about developing intimacy with God and really laying aside the things that hold us back in our from going deeper in our relationship with God. Jackie Hill Perry um, made a few statements that really stood out to me on the first night where she was talking about Adam and Eve and how a lot of times we talk about God's grace, but we don't talk about God's requirement of us. Like, for example, we talk about God has a great purpose for our lives, but we don't talk about the part where Jesus specifically said that in order to follow me, you have to take up your cross and die to yourself daily. We don't talk about the requirement that comes with our purpose, with God's purpose for our lives. We only talk about kind of the good part, right? And Mo also made a good, Mo Isom also made a good point about how being found in God 
God means developing intimacy with him. And a lot of times we pray for God's hand and we pray for him to reveal to us different things. We ask for him to show us different things about ourselves, but we don't go to him just for who he is. We don't spend the time just to get to know him because he's God. And we pray for his hand and we want public ministry, but we don't want private ministry. We don't want to actually gain his heart and character. We just want to be able to have him enough to where we can arrive or have something that is significant or be of some type of significance. I At first, honestly, I was like, well, I don't struggle with that. But then let me tell you something. <laughs> God has to really show me my heart and show me my motives behind some of the things that I do, even down to the rough draft. And yes, knowing your purpose is important. Yes, you know, working on your gifts and your talents and the things that God has placed in you, that is all important. But at the end of the day, if my sons and daughters don't know me, then you have failed. (laughs) It's pretty much what I feel like God was telling me. Like a lot of times we pray for God to do a miracle in our finances and we pray for God to do a miracle in our families and we pray for God to do these miracles through us, through a business or a platform or being an influencer. But we we fail to realize that if God doesn't do any of that, he's already done enough. He's already done the greatest miracle by sending Jesus down to die on a cross for our sins and be raised up so that we may be raised up with him in eternal life. And that's the greatest miracle. So if God doesn't do anything else, then he's done enough. And a lot of times I feel like, especially our generation, we've lost the art of just what it means to just know God for who he is and not for what he can do or what we want him to do. And God cannot be manipulated. And I feel like a lot of times we don't see things happen in our lives because our heart and our motives are wrong. It says that and we pray for things, but we don't get them because we have the wrong motive and we have the wrong heart behind it. And I feel like a lot of us, we we start things because we want to appear. We want to know our purpose because we want to have something that makes us significant. But we only have significance in God and we will only have true belonging in knowing God and being having an intimate relationship with God. That's the only thing that can fill any void, Not no platform, no business, no nonprofit, no amount of followers will ever be able to fill that void. And so when we talk about going deeper in God, um, that's what we're going to be talking about for today, at least. And so Michael Todd said a really good Um, If you haven't been following like his Crazy Faith series, it's super good. But he did a sermon on lazy faith a couple of weeks ago. And he talked about how a lot of us want the prophetic word, but we don't want to do the prophetic work. Like we live off the verse of the day and we try to inspire other people, but we're pretty much running on fumes because we don't, again, we don't make knowing God and having an intimate relationship with God our priority. We believe that God can do miracles, but we don't believe him when he tells us specifically things in our lives that do not please him or specific things in the Bible that he says will cause death or cause, you know, will lead to death. And we do those things anyway, because at the end of the day, we don't really believe that he is who he says he is. We believe his hand, but we don't believe his wrath. And so this month, I really want to put forth the effort for us to really start actually living out who God has commanded us 
to be and putting him back as the source and living like he's the actual Lord over our lives as we claim him to be. And so, like I said, going to that conference was really convicting for me. And the series is going to be convicting because again, although I talk about living out God's purpose and I talk about God on the rough draft and I try to live like him, I try to go to church, I try to serve and I feel like, you know, I try to do these things, but God had to really humble me because he's like, yes, you do these things, but is your character right? Is your character and your motive behind what you're doing to actually serve me and bring people to me? Or is it, or or do you secretly want to appear? Do you secretly want something that you'll, that you'll be known for, that your name will be known for? And again, he has a really challenge, like the motives and the thoughts behind why I do what I do. And if I'm being honest, there are certain areas of my life, mainly areas in my thoughts and my emotions to where I go through these cycles. It's almost like a cycle of just like dysfunction and just thinking the wrong things and 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 being ruled by my emotions. Like that's something that if I'm being honest, I, I have struggled with since honestly, probably as a child. And I'm starting to learn kind of why that is and kind of where that comes from and things like that. But I feel like, you know, being ruled by your emotions are always like thinking poorly and always seeing things through the root of like rejection and just anxiety and depression. I'll get into all that maybe on a later episode, but just going through cycles of dysfunction internally. And it's like we find comfort in knowing that God forgives us and knowing that his grace is sufficient for us. But at the end of the day, God is a good father that wants to grow up his children. And I feel like God was trying to reveal personally to me that, yes, you do all of these things, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually, you need to grow up. And so I know that you do the rough draft, you know, you want people to embrace where they are, but there's areas in your life and in the lives of my sons and daughters where I'm telling them it's time to go deeper. It's time to grow out of this area. You should not becoming you should not become comfortable in your cycles of this of dysfunction when I have come to set the captive free. And so at some point you have to allow me to start doing the work. At some point you have to allow the rough drafts to actually start being edited and allow me to start doing that that inner work that is hard, that is difficult, that's not going to be comfortable, but I have to do that work in order order to get you where I've called you to go. And so although like I can say that I'm on fire for God and I do make an effort to get to know him better and to try to be better on a daily basis, there were still certain areas of my life where I was not like completely surrendered and it showed up because let's be real, some of us have been dealing with the same stuff for for years now. Some of us have been dealing with the same issues in our lives and yes, his mercies are new every morning and yes, he will forgive you but Repent means to turn, to turn from what you've done and to go back no more. And so some of us have been dealing with the same stuff for years and we wonder why we're not getting anywhere. And I'm not saying that to preach to you. I'm saying that for myself. Like, I wonder why I always have the same issue in friendships or in um, relationships. I wonder why I always, you know, have these highs and lows constantly going back and forth, you know, about accepting God's call and feeling like I have no purpose. Like all of those cycles 
cycles that we go through in our minds and in our emotions and in our relationships with other people are not normal and we don't have to accept it. So God had to show me like, I need you to surrender these things to me so that I can actually begin to do the inner work. Because if we don't, we'll begin to find our identity in our struggles and the struggles that we face become an idol. We start to limit ourselves based on our feelings. We start to limit ourselves based on and identify ourselves based with, based on what we're dealing with instead of finding our identity in God. And we're, we become so focused on the struggle of dysfunction and what we're dealing with and what we've been through. And God's like, do you even want to be free? Do you even want to be free? And sometimes healing and this inner work, sometimes it can happen instantaneously, but sometimes God wants to take you through a process. So like, for example, for me, you know, again, I've dealt with rejection. I've dealt with unforgiveness. I've battled depression and anxiety, dealing with like, again, repeat cycles of dysfunction about thoughts about myself and about other people, not being able to trust other people, all of that stuff. Like, okay, I'm like, okay, God, like, I want you to heal me, like make me whole. And then it's like, we feel the same way tomorrow, you know? And so for me, I understand that God oftentimes, and he just revealed this to me personally, that I will take you through a process so that you can eventually help other people in their process. And so for me personally, like doing, allowing God to do the inner work and putting my work and my faith into action is going to counseling. So that's something that I've been doing. And I'll probably share more as that story unfolds. But I'm just saying that sometimes it's easier for us to stay in our dysfunction than it is to actually do the hard work to come out and make the changes that need to be made. We don't see the benefit of doing the inner work because as long as things are going well on the outside, then we think we've arrived. And I just found that it was interesting timing that while I'm, you know, doing the Rough Draft Collective and launching this podcast and things are going well at work and overall pretty well, you know, in my life in general, that he would start bringing up these things, right? Because again, as long as things are going good on the outside, as long as people think that we're doing well, then we think, oh, well, we're good. There's nothing that we need to work on because deep down, again, we want to appear. And it's that same mentality of trying to hold on a mask on the outside and be a hot mess on the inside. It's that same mentality that God wants to kill within us because it's the very thing that blocks us from seeing God's hand and having our prayers answered. And so in James 5, it talks about what is causing, and I'm starting in verse one, in James 5, verse one, it says, what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. And I'm going to stop there because some of you say, well, I don't fight and wage war to take things from other people, but when you gossip, when you talk about people, when you make comments, regardless if you say it to someone else or to yourself, then generally, yes, you are trying to fight and wage war to take it away from them. But that's another story for another day. Keep going. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. And so my question to you is, do you only seek God because you want his plan or because you want him? Do you only study 
study the word of God so you can have something to post on social media and, you know, check off, check it off on your daily Christian life walk or because you genuinely want to get to know him, his heart and his character. When I say going deeper in God, it means truly surrendering and accepting his will. And so, yeah, I feel like I went on a complete rant. I feel like I went on a rant, but I do want to give you some practical tips to how we can walk this out. Again, I'm not asking you to walk out everything and and change everything today, but there is something that you can start working on. And so the tips that I have for today are one, going deeper requires our prayers to change. Instead of praying for things, let's begin to shift our prayers to praying for one, his will, two, his character, and three, his heart. And we have to be sure that we are always thanking him for what he has done. When we're in this culture of trying to get to this place and trying to get, 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 we are not mindful of what God has already done. And so we have to shift our prayers from give me and see me to thank you and may your perfect will be done in my life and in the lives of others. Number two, going deeper requires us to grow a new hunger for the word of God and not just reading it just to say we've read it, but to actually study it, to actually get to know the context behind, you know, the verses and what is going on. And so that's what I personally focusing on for the month of October is really getting into the word of God. And I've only been doing this for like maybe the past few days and it has really transformed my life and it's so crazy how like he's revealed things to me about my life through the lives of the people that I read about in the Bible. Number three, going deeper means working on our heart, our character, and our motives. Again, I've talked about this, but we do these things to appear. We want to get married for social status. We want to start a platform to appear significant to, to others. And again, we may not openly say that. And I'm not talking about like what you say out loud. I'm talking about those secret thoughts and those secret motives that no one knows about because again the word says that you know man looks at the outer appearance but God looks at the heart and on the outside we can appear like we're happy for everyone but deep down you know that you struggle with envy and jealousy and instead of allowing God to pull those roots out and to bring that again that dysfunction to the light we would rather conceal them put on a smile and function on autopilot and so I want to ask you of all your dreams of all the things that you want and think you should have. Why do you want what you want? God says that if we humble ourselves before him, that he will raise us up in due time. And we can't fake humble ourselves, (laughs) y'all. We can't fake humble ourselves because again, God knows our heart. And the word says that he elevated, that God elevated David because he was a man after God's own heart. And so let me give you some, some hope here. What I feel like God told me is that, you know, having God's heart, that doesn't really come natural for us, right? Our flesh, our flesh is selfish and it wants what it wants. And so having God's heart, having God's character is not something that will come natural to you. Gaining God's heart and God's character comes from spending intimate time with God. And that, and again, that requires an intentionality on our part. And so as we spend time with God, 
his desires will start to become our desires as we begin to pray for his will and meditate on his word just for who he is and not for any other agenda then again his heart will just will start to become our heart and so if it doesn't come natural to you that's okay that just means that you're human but it's when we begin to deny our flesh and again tap into him that we really our hearts become aligned with with who he is and so that's number three number four is going deeper means living a life that's pleasing to him and again we change nothing about our lives but then we expect our lives to change and in order for your life to change if you're constantly you know discontent with where you are in life then then something has to change and again taking that first step sometimes is the hardest thing to do but if God is highlighting an area of your life that he's saying I need you to give that to me or I need you to give that up give that up so that I can take you deeper in me and what I have for you then just let him do it it's not I know it's easier said than done but just let it go okay and number five um the last one will be going deeper in God means sharing him with others and using your gifts to advance the kingdom if you'll read Isaiah 58 I really want you guys to go and read Isaiah 58 because it talks about and I read it in the NLT version but it talks about true versus false worship and it talks about how even and I'm saying this for the the Christians who think that they've got it all together it talks about yes we fast and yes we pray and yes we do all these things but we don't have a heart for the things of God meaning we don't have a heart for the oppressed we don't have a heart for the poor we don't have a heart for those in need and we forget that yes God called us to or commanded us to love him with all of our heart mind soul and strength but he also commanded us to love others as he loves us and so if you're doing all the praying and the fasting and you're doing all the motions but you don't have a heart for God's people for those that are poor and not just poor in the literal but those that are poor and oppressed in the spirit if we don't have a compassion for those people then you are in error as well and so when we talk about sharing him with others yes for some of you that means literally sharing the gospel with a family member or a friend for some of us it will be sharing his compassion sharing his love sharing his patience with other people because again especially when it comes to people who are oppressed or poor in spirit spiritually mentally emotionally I feel like we get so frustrated with people and we have all of this angst with people but we don't understand that there is a reason why people do the things that they do there there are reasons and there are things going on that we cannot see that causes people to act the way that they do and instead of being compassionate about them we would rather gossip about them right and so and I'm probably going to do a separate episode on that within this series but again for today we're just going to say that going deeper in God means sharing him with others and using your gifts to advance the kingdom and so I say all of that to say that God is sovereign he is God we are not we cannot manipulate God into getting our way. So we can try to do good things. So God will give me X, Y, and Z, but he can't be manipulated. His will is his will. And we can either come into surrender and submission with that and come into alignment with his, with his will, or we can always be at a crossroads, never content, always seeking and striving for things that God does not have for us. And so we may not like everything that God does, or we may not understand everything that God, that God does, but I 
personally have been finding so much peace in releasing the need to control. I've gotten so much peace and feeling like I need to do this or I need to be like this or I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And if I do this, then he'll do this. And it doesn't work like that. Our relationship with God is not a tug of war. It should be one of complete surrender and being authentic with him, being real with him about where we are, but then also surrendering where we are and how we are to his will. And so that's how I suggest that we go deeper with God or what I felt like God revealed to me about how we need to go deeper in him, getting to know him, believing him first and foremost. And then as we begin to get to know him, then we'll begin to better know ourselves. And so next week, again, I mentioned this in in the beginning, but next week we're going to talk about going deeper in our purpose. And again, it won't be like what you think. So I'm really excited. So stay tuned for your homework this week. I want you to read the book of James. And yes, the entire book is five chapters. Y'all can do it. (laughs) But I want you to read the book of James and I think it will really help you and study it. Don't just read it to mark it, to mark the check on your list. I want you to study the book of James. And so I'm going to say a final prayer. Lord, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you for all that you have done in the lives of your people on today and even before today. Lord, I thank you that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I thank you that you are great and greatly to be praised. There is no one like you. You are a mighty God. You are a strong God. Nothing and no one can compare to you. You are all knowing. You are all wise God. You are an all seeing God. I thank you, Lord, that you are perfect in all of your ways, that you are a good father, that you are patient, that you are loving, that you are majestic, that you are kind to us. And so I thank you just for challenging us today. I thank you that you even call us to go deeper in you, Lord. You don't have to do it. You could leave us where we are, but I thank you that you have more in store for us. And so in order to do that, we have to go deeper in you. Lord, we just acknowledge you as the source of everything that we have and could ever hope for. I thank you that our identity is found in you. And so please forgive us for those areas in our lives that we continue to put other things above you. And I pray that you will begin to highlight those areas to us so that we can begin to do the hard work and partner with you in rooting those things out of our lives, Lord. And so I just thank you. I pray that you will use this message to gently convict and to challenge, Lord. You are not a God of condemnation. And so, Lord, there's anyone that is feeling shame or, you know, feels like I can never get to this point, Lord. I pray that you will just give them grace, Lord. I thank you that your mercies are new every morning. And so I pray that you will help them to start wherever they are and that they will begin to do the work, Lord, and and be patient with themselves through this process. And so we thank you. We love you. We praise you. And may your name be glorified in everything that we do. And it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. So before we go, there's one other thing that I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of. And honestly, I haven't really promoted this again because I wanted to make sure that my motives were pure, if I'm being completely honest. But I wanted to let you guys know that we do have an unfinished business digital journal available for you. And I'm saying this because I think it would go very well with this series. For those of you who, again, don't know where to start, you feel like none of this comes natural to you. I think that the unfinished business digital journal and the ebook will really help help you um, ask those tough questions and really begin again to cultivate that relationship with God and his purpose for your life. And so, yeah, 
go check it out. Um, no pressure, but I think it would be good for those of you who may need some additional assistance. And yeah, I love y'all and I hope to see y'all back next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Rough Draft Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theroughdraftcollective.com, where you can subscribe to this show in iTunes so you'll never miss a show. And you can also follow us on social media at the Rough Draft Collective on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of that. So if you love the show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Check out our latest ebook called Unfinished Business. Learn how to get back on track to God's purposes for your everyday life. Thank y'all so much for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.